It's your weekly health tab with Dr. Michael Moll. Good morning and welcome again to Ochundroi. Good morning, Anton. Hope you're well. What's the day like in Cape Town? I'm up in Johannesburg and it's a beautiful day here. Actually, it, it uh, rained this morning very early and it's still cloudy and still a little bit wet. Um, I don't think we're going to have more rain for the rest of the day. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, we could do with some rain up here. Huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's all hot the, up there. All the listeners know that I was there last weekend in Limpopo for a wedding and it was very hot, very hot. I yes. actually left yes. the room and went and slept in the car. Oh. Switched on the fan. <laughs> Changed your shirt. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's in, uh, some people thought I was just playing crazy. But uh, speaking about that, mental health myths and awareness. Uh, mental health issues are being addressed more and more often these days, but often references to those suffering from mental health issues are referred to uh, in flippant terms like being cray-cray or a basket case. Obviously, these kinds of references aren't doing much to uh, you know, bust through the stigma of mental health problems, are they? No, absolutely not, Anton. So I think it's so important to address some of these common myths that surround um, what's one of the most common ailments affecting South Africans. Not sure if you know this, but according to very recent statistics, one in three South Africans will have suffered from a mental disorder over the course of their lifetime. And currently, so that's over a lifetime, but currently one in six are suffering from a mental disorder. Sure. So it, it's, you know, you, you're part of the normal. You're not part of the abnormal. And, and when people are diagnosed with a physical health disorder like diabetes, they typically don't think twice about sort of getting treatment or telling others that they're doing so. You know, but when people are diagnosed with a mental health disorder like depression or anxiety, they're more likely to keep it to themselves. You know, and that, that appears to be because of a whole bunch of myths around mental health and mental health treatment that continue to exist despite years of research and practice which have shown those myths to actually be false. So it's great that you guys are talking about it this morning. But Michael, I want to ask you about the myths that you that you speak about. What are some of the common myths around mental health? So, Vanessa, there, there are a number of myths, but probably the most common is the idea that mental health problems are a sign of weakness. And I, I hate it when I hear that. You know, many believe that, that people who are depressed, for example, must simply uh, put on their big girl panties and get over it. You know, um, but the reality couldn't be more different. Uh, just like all mental health conditions, a depressive disorder is a whole body illness. It involves your body, your mood, your thoughts. It affects the way you eat and sleep, the way you feel about yourself, the way you think about things. And without treatment, symptoms can last for weeks, you know, or months or years and have a significant impact on your life and your relationships. And, you know, not to mention the rest of your health. In fact, according to the World Health Organization, this is fascinating. The disease that robs the most adults of the most years of productive life, and you can see this on the website, is not AIDS or heart disease or cancer. It's depression. Mm. So it really is significant. Okay. So, Michael, some people believe that the term mental health is used simply as an excuse for bad behavior. So, what are your thoughts? <laughs> and someone used that against you for bad behavior. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why you are. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, it is true. Some people who experience mental illness uh, may act in ways that, that are unexpected or seem a bit strange. But the point is that it's the illness. It's not the person that's behind these behaviors. Remember, just like cancer or diabetes, no one chooses to experience a mental illness. Often those who experience a change in, in, the, in the behavior feel embarrassed or ashamed around others. And it's also true that people with a history of 
mental illness are like they're like anyone else. You know, they make poor choices or do something odd, just like the rest of us, for reasons unrelated to symptoms of their illness. So, you know, you, you can't put the two together. Shannon, let's, let's make it local. Let's focus on South Africa. What are the, the most common mental health issues in our country? Vanessa, often when we think of mental health, um, and I, I, I was... Uh, I could blame myself for this. We, we often think of schizophrenia or, you know, personality disorders, that the big ones. But only around 1% of people with a mental illness are classified as having serious pathology like those examples. The most common conditions around South Africans, as you asked, are major depressive disorders, anxiety disorders, and alcohol abuse. Mm. Those big three. Mm. Okay, just finally, Michael, there are a few myths around antidepressants, too, that serve as a major barrier for those who need treatment. What truths can you share with us about these? So, and I think there are two important points that everyone needs to know about antidepressants. And first, despite them being affectionately known as happy pills, antidepressants don't make you happy or, the, you know, medical term is euphoric. They make you normal. You know, people with depression and anxiety disorders often have an imbalance in certain natural chemicals in their brain. And these medications really just act to get the balance right again and in that way reduce symptoms. So it makes you more normal, not, you know, overtly happy. So that's the first thing. The second thing, antidepressants are not addictive. Again, most people believe that and think that. But like most medications, they can change the way you feel. So if you stop taking them, you, you might have a bit of a wobble. And some people confuse that with being addicted. But that's not the case. You won't become dependent on them. You know, having said that, it's a good idea not to go cold turkey when you're feeling kind of happy and chipper. It's always best to talk to your doctor about reducing medication. But again, you know, that goes for everything. So they're not addictive, and they certainly don't make you happy. They make you normal. But here's the thing, Anton, and you thought you'd get away with this today, but no. You know, medication isn't the only option available. Do you want to guess what else oh, you can do? I, I, I know the answer, but is there a prize, Michael? <laughs> yes, you do, in capital letters. Yes, yes, but is there a prize for the correct answer? <laughs> yes, there is. Because Ten push-ups. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, exercise, 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 exercise. Once more. Oh, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and and Anton, I'm not just saying it because that's our thing. Uh, you know, there's science, and you know this science. There's some wonderful, conclusive evidence that shows that regular exercise can reduce depressive symptoms and improve mood. Um, almost to the same degree as a Prozac on anti, you know, antidepressant would do. So definitely worth, uh, worth getting out there and plodding and hitting the road. I'm not well, sure, Michael, because the other day I, I went out and I wanted to run 5K uh, kilometers and I couldn't do the 5 kilometers and then I felt very depressed about it. So I'm just thinking that maybe that's like a negative angle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so just set your cycle lower. And for 2 kilometers, you feel so good that you did it. The next time you go, you do 3, you four, Oh, you, you just have an answer for everything, don't you? Okay, uh, awesome. Michael, thank you. And, well, you call uh, me on a Friday. <laughs> people, people can uh, go and download your app as well, correct? Absolutely. You follow me on Twitter at Dr. Michael Mole. Uh, we're around, man. We're online. Awesome. Lovely chatting to you guys. Have a great weekend. Great. You bye too. Bye. I've got awesome music coming up with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Something crazy. And then Aisha Woods <laughs> with Happy. Okay, Michael. Enjoy your weekend. <laughs> bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 bye.